Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And today we are transitioning back to TV on the side. Yes, I still own the domain because I never tots. get rid of domains. <laughs> we're, we're back to tots because we're going to review the Apple TV Plus original show, Lessons in Chemistry, starring Brie Larson. That's the show. Now, Stephen, I had originally said, I think this is going to be your jam. And I don't know if originally you were like, ah, I don't know. But I said, please get into this show with me. Yes. And then you did. And then I did. You recommended this. So Apple TV Plus, you know, because my my other life outside of movies is like Apple and techie thing. Mm -hmm. So Apple TV Plus originals are like, you know. Homework. Well, it could be homework, but also like there are some hits and misses. There's so, there's some really there's more hits than misses, but this one I was like, my exposure to Brie Larson is Captain Marvel, right? And uh, the Between Two Ferns clip I see uh, with Zach Galifianakis like every other day, right? <laughs> and then, and then uh, I think I saw her and one of the like survival guys. She like did a survival thing in the woods where she like survived for twenty four hours. In that in like land. unknown. No, alone. No, it wasn't show? unknown. It oh, was with okay. one of these like legit guys, like uh, who was the the f- bear grills? Bear grills. Yeah, she was a bear grills, and they like you know they plant a a boat that's been like you know you could tell everything like the show did everything like all sure. the supplies are there. But anyway, uh, but you know she was pretty nice in that. So, but I was curious like how would she do in a very dramatic role in this movie? And so I spoiler, I think she does really well. I think she does very well. And both do we need to break this episode up into pre spoilers and then post 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 spoilers? (laughs) I think so. Although it's going to have to happen pretty quick as we discuss the series. The spoilers come quick. They're coming quick. Can I also? I just need to do a side note real quick before we continue talking about the TV show. My hair, which I know is not related to a movie right now. But you, as a good friend of mine, yes, <laughs> because I do a lot of YouTube videos, yes, and my face is in a lot of places. You eventually texted me. This was like a month or two ago. You were like, "We have to talk about the haircut." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I don't know if I told you this, but you said that after one of my videos that went viral around the iPhone 15, mm-hmm. I actually got several comments about the haircut. Oh no, I didn't know this. Yes, I'll send you screenshots. Oh no. <laughs> there was one comment, which I shared this with my barber because I thought it was pretty good, where someone called me Kim Jong-un because of the... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Anyway, it was all it was all good and fun. So anyway, I'm going to do a different haircut. I'm getting my haircut tomorrow. That's why like, I'm bringing this up as we record. Getting my haircut tomorrow, right? So I'm not going to do this like shaved up to the part thing. I understand it's all right. It doesn't look great. It's fine. But can I do like a, a like sh- almost shaved like around the ears with a fade? Oh yeah. That would work? Oh that would yeah. Be okay? That's okay. I think the ear fade is great. I think what I okay. said to you was that I believe that the part was moving further north on the head. <laughs> it was about to be and- a center part. And at some point in time, you were going to have half your head shaved and the other half would have hair. And Not a good look. You know what I thought to myself? I thought, he probably already knows this. 
But there needs to be somebody in his life who says to him, hey, this is starting to look strange because your part's moving closer and closer to the prime meridian of your face. (laughs) The international date line was about to be crossed. (laughs) Greenwich was (laughs) was was getting invaded. Greenwich time, yeah. And I did, I think my barber was like, for whatever reason, I'm not sure. Maybe there's a hair thinning situation. I don't I don't know. But I do think the part was moving, as you say, because I was getting that same haircut for a while. What did the did barber see- say? And how old is your barber? <laughs> I don't know if he would ever, ever listen to this. He would never listen to Mott's. I can guarantee you. <laughs> okay. So he's about 27, 28. Oh, wow. He's not 75 like I thought he was. <laughs> no. he w- No. I like him. He was doing... I asked him to shave it like pretty short up to the part. So this was my... You know, he was going off my instruction. I, I never said... Up to the part. Now, the I, part you kept as sort of a vague term, right? I never said like keep the part on the one third of my head. <laughs> you know, I t- maybe I should have specified like don't, don't put it in the middle. You can't just make okay? a part. Don't make a part where there is no part, okay? Uh, he will make a way where there's no way. Don't you make a way where there's no way. Don't do not do that. So uh, that would continue to move. And when I said something, I was like, hey, I've gotten a couple of YouTube comments. And I had a good, a good friend of mine say something. So let's do something different. Oh, so you brought me up as like, hey, I love your cuts. But there's this jerk that I know who says no, like, no, hey, I did- it's moving a little bit. It was two. It was two instances. I said a couple YouTube comments first because those came back in like September, and we were just like, "Yeah, but what do those jokers know?" There were hundreds of comments. They whatever. Right. And then you said something. I think it was like October, November, and then I went back to him a second time. I was like, "Hey, listen, buddy. I think, uh, I think we should do something." Different. How did the barber react? I don't like. I don't know the the psyche of a barber. Of like, did he take it in, or he so, or she? I don't exactly know. Did they take it like? offense to their no. like craftsmanship there's this we're gonna get to lessons in chemistry in a minute but listeners this is like old school this is energy. important this is old school moth. so this barber shop is is usually five to six dudes it's all dude barbers cutting okay. all dude hairs they all like rag on each other the entire time men and only. so it's it's men only and so when it's called gents the place is called gents in case you're they have to Wait, have you had to give an opinion of whether LeBron or Michael Jordan is the best of all time? There's not a lot of sports talk. It's not that kind of thing. Ooh, okay. They're talking okay. about cars. They talk about sneakers sometimes. Okay. They talk a lot about tattoos, which was going to say my barber, who's 27-ish, a lot of tattoos, face okay. tattoos, some piercings. He okay. wants to get a gauge. Okay. I said, why do you want to get a gauge? He said, it looked cool. I said, Great. cool, man. Awesome. That's fine. Now, he is your barber. Like, you don't go in I, and just pick a, a barber. No, no, no. You got to make He's an appointment yours. weeks in advance. This place is booked solid. Gotta Gents. Gents. Nothing okay? nefarious happening at this place, right? Absolutely a front for something. For sure. That's fine. They make also a great hair product that I use. It costs $30. I buy it anyway. So, uh, yeah, you get a, it's a pretty good size jar. Anyway, so... After my YouTube comments, I mentioned that one comment said Kim Jong-un. And so now, like, the other barbers heard it. And so at that appointment and the couple of subsequent appointments... Did you razz yourself? I razz myself. And also the other barbers then addressed me as supreme leader as I walk in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> <I> Yikes. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, it's funny. 
I'm down for that. So, but uh, but You're down I, then for I being said, a dictator. And I said, all right, all jokes aside, let's fix this haircut. Let's not do this again. So he did a, a thing. I'm not sure how the part went, but he didn't shave it up to the part. It was kind of like a, a little longer length. So you didn't see the part as much. So anyway, I'm going I mean, you can't undo short hair. You just have to wait, right? You, you can't wait. just be like, I'm going to make wait. this yeah, no. more so, now. So anyway, I'm, I'm going there tomorrow. I'm going to have him do like, you know, real, real short, almost shaved by the ears with a fade. And we'll see how that goes. But the area of your head that is the area in question is beginning to grow back. Yes, he's, he did say we have to let it grow back a little bit. And so I think, you know, I think it's doing mm-hmm. something. It's happening. So we'll find out. We'll it's find happening. out what happens. Maybe my part will literally be an inch wide after tomorrow. I don't Just know. Just a, a big, like, <laughs> Moses a, through the Red Sea. A runway. And the people walked on dry land over the top of Stephen's right head. down the middle. Perfect. Runway. He also, well, now you also said, this, this is the last thing I'll say about the hair. When I had it real short, you were like, mine look good just that short all over. All over. Correct. And then you that can got- start fresh. Yes. I've been thinking about that, Nate. Clean I just slate. I love the idea. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's all clean slate for me. It's if all you have clean never slate. ever seen a picture of Nate Baranowski, he is bald. He is bald. Take a look. There you go. But Nate looks great. Nate is, a, is an incredible looking guy, so it doesn't matter. I like to mm-hmm. model my hair after Jason Statham. <laughs> what about That's your my physique? Look. That's Do my vibe. Do you model the physique after Jason Statham? I, I mean, someday, maybe at the end of 2024. You're a good looking guy. You're a good looking guy. I will so, one day, when the recede's far enough, I will do that, and I'll just be like... I feel like you are at the point. Your hairline is great. I'm glad we're here in the main episode. This is usually a bonus topic. So if you like this, head on over to support us on Patreon. What's the link, Stephen? Oh, (laughs) patreon.com slash movies on the side or directly in Apple Podcasts. I think you would look great with a full buzz cut all the way. I think it would look great along the way. Trying to, I've I've been trying to picture it ever since you said it. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, sh- let me do some Photoshop work. I can get oh, you my there. Goodness, that's terrifying. I can show you what it would look like. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Sure. No, 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 no. I'd love to see okay. it. I can also ask there. Dolly. Send me some to glossy me. JPEGs. <laughs> okay. Let's anyway, get into lessons in chemistry. Lessons in chemistry. I was excited for this. You said you enjoyed it. I watched this with Whitney, and I just have to say, I seeing Brie Larson, she plays Elizabeth Zott a chemist in the 1950s that because of the 1950s and culture, like she is a brilliant chemist, but treated as though she is like a secretary. And so we see the, all these interactions, but yeah, I don't know how much, if, I don't know. I'm struggling to like say how much to say before a spoiler horn. Well, let's just give like our overall vibes overall of vibe, the show. Okay. And then let's just spoiler horn pretty quickly. Okay. okay. I will just say, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed Brie Larson. Whitney really enjoyed this entire show. I think the entire cast does a great job. The story is very compelling. This is based on a novel, which I wasn't sure. I actually had to search after the first couple episodes, like, is this based on a true story? It kind of has that feel, which I think is good. Like, it is not. It is not based on a true story, but it has that feel. Like, it's very real life. 
and I, I was engrossed. It was compelling. And I think Brie Larson, especially like I never, after the first episode thought of her as Captain Marvel or ever no, struggled to believe that right. she was this chemist. Like she convinced me and she did amazing. I think. Yeah, along the way, I would say I was so happy that this is a season where the entire arc wraps up. And I found myself actually thinking, I wish more shows weren't just getting me to season two and actually had a beginning, a middle, and an end to them. And this is what I was so happy. By the end of the show, I felt like I watched a really long beautiful movie that just came to an end at the end of it and i wish more like really high class tv did that exact same thing instead of going like we're just gonna leave you on a cliffhanger and then pitch it to netflix for season two or whatever along the way and i i did love that it's one season there are no more seasons after this like eight episodes the eighth episode is the series finale that's it it wraps up it wraps up. And when we got to the end, I did have that feeling of like, I've loved seeing these characters and people and I would love to follow them more. But I also was really satisfied with that ending. Right. And it definitely has like a sense of closure and a sense of like, yeah, actually no more is probably great because this feels great at the end and you don't want to mess it up. Another right. season might mess it up. You never know. So. Right. Okay. So before we get into the details, I have to say that like this show does a great job at illustrating kind of what we talked about with Barbie. It shows sort of the um, insidious nature of misogyny and how the patriarchy kind of gets applied to a female chemist, but right. it does so in a way that while Barbie uh, makes it digestible, to everyone with satire, this makes it digestible with time. So using the using the 50s, using the 60s, you can say, even if you were the most curmudgeonly, like all of that solved and all women and men are treated equal everywhere, this gives you that palatable, actually, like you cannot deny that at least no more than 50 years ago, and I would say right. probably, of course, you know, the echoes of it through today. Yeah. Like this shows legitimate discrimination that she faces while just trying to be a chemist that really, as we talk about it after spoiler horn really made some punchable people, punchable faces (laughs) in this show abound. But I thought it was a really great way to deliver the message in a way, in a capsule that, is digestible and going like, wow, she faces a lot of like very subtle discrimination at times, very overt at other times, but in a way that makes me think like, oh, wow, it really is going kind of back to Barbie. Like she just wants to be a chemist. She's passionate right. about this. Right. And she's looked at it like, well, you can't, you're a woman. Like she's, how yeah, could you? There was a conversation. She has a conversation with a character and this character encourages Brie Larson to like apply for something to be a chemistry doctor or whatever. And Brie Larson's like, there's not even a Mrs. nor a miss option on the application. Amazing. And it's like, right. There was the right. time where like the only option was Mr. 
And just and that it wasn't simple, that long ago. And it wasn't that long ago. So like just that simple like point of fact, like that was just the thing. That's how it was. I think it's helpful to to see that. Yeah. And also to see like all, you know, the people who there were even in the 50s and 60s, whatever, like there were people that did not adhere to that kind of misogyny. Mm-hmm. And like the person that she, as we will discuss, falls in love with. Uh, but that doesn't change the, like there's this dichotomy of, yes, there are good people, even in bad systems, but that is right. also not to uh, like disregard the bad system. Like we don't right. have to say that this one person is bad because the system's bad, but we also shouldn't say the system's okay because this one person's good. Like these are two truths. We have to hold them in, you know, with both hands. And exactly. I think that's a good lesson, pun intended, for today. Like sometimes two things are true. This person might be a good person, but is part of a system that is still unhealthy or whatever. And we have to like work with that tension and figure it out. Yep. And I think the show does a good job of like highlighting like the studio producer that uh, she eventually works with for the Dwight show. Dwight Schrute. Love. Well, there's Dwight, there's Dwight Schrute is in this show. Which he's oh, amazing. you're talking about like the, the good producer who was Walter like on Pine her, on her side. is the character. Yes. Yeah. And then Kevin Sussman is the actor and he works with Brie Larson on this show. And like, he's one of those who like is a good person in the show, like treats everyone really well. Like, and he is again, a, an example of a good person in a bad system right. with the, bad overbearing boss and it's one of these tensions we just have to hold and i think it uh, does really good i think the the entire show does good balancing that and telling a wonderful story that's engrossing and you can enjoy watching the whole time absolutely so. i think there is um kind of getting my uh family friendly hat on for a second the show has a few very intense uh, moments in her past that yeah. like this show never gets graphic or anything, but it is like uh, pretty jarring in yeah. her like her story. But I would, I mean, other than, than that, which could be triggering for some people, I th- I would recommend this show to almost anyone. I mean, almost yeah. any adult, as far yeah. as a show that like is well paced, has great characters you root for, yeah. comes to an end at the end of the eight episodes has a couple moments where you're like, where is this going? But other than that, like is satisfying. You root for the protagonist throughout. And like, what more can you ask for? All right, let's, let's rate this movie. We'll do a spoiler horn. And then we have to talk about so many, what happens early in the season. Well, yes, yes. Romance corner. That is the corner for today. I will, who rates first? I always forget. I don't know. I will go first. I'll go you go first. first? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let I'll me get it. a number in my mind. Let me get a number. It's, uh... Okay, go ahead. I think that lessons in chemistry is a four and a half for me. And here's why. Here's why. There are a few shows that have a stickiness to them. I think mm-hmm. I even told you when I was about three episodes in, I go, I don't know where this show is going. I don't know like what's going to happen, but I care deeply about these characters and I want the best for them. And I think I'm giving it four and a half because I loved, I believed in Brie Larson and Lewis Pullman who plays Calvin Evans. I believe in their, their love. I believe in like the story along the way. It is 
both like beautiful and tragic. It's beautifully tragic is what I would call this whole show in a lot of ways. Yes. And I think it's really, really good. Yes. I was, I literally had that same number in my mind, four and a half out of five. I have very little I would want different from this show. I feel like it is rewatchable someday, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe with a different, uh, you know, people or whatever. Like, I think it's great. It's a four and a half. And uh, when it comes to Apple TV Plus shows, because I have a lot of like Apple followers, you know, tech people, mm-hmm. I said like, this might be my favorite Apple TV Plus show which is very controversial in the Apple mm-hmm. tech world because Apple TV plus also has Ted Lasso beloved by many, right? It has, uh, what is the Godzilla beloved by you? I assume we haven't talked about it yet, but I assume that's <laughs> your jam. It's okay. The show's Ooh. okay. There's, there's not a lot of big monsters in it. It's just kind of, you know, there's some big monsters, but Steven's official review, not enough big monsters in Godzilla. <laughs> That's my Siskel and Ebert review. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what was the, uh, sir, it starts with an S, the severance, severance, severance. Did you watch severance? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. believe, didn't we review this on the show we or did, did we yeah, just talk about it in a bonus episode? We did. So severance, a lot of people were like. So I tweeted lessons in chemistry. But might be severance was such a slow burn that I felt like I had to like slodge, if that's and a word, also, through severance to get to the the payoff, yes, the finale. Or this that, one was actually enjoyable week to week. There was that severance was very like mind bendy and engrossing, but also that waffle party. It, I think it scarred me. I think it scarred me, actually. Ooh. I think it, you know what I'm talking about, right? Do you remember the Waffle Too Party? Too much. Yep, I remember it. Yeah, see, that's it. So anyway, uh, I do think this is one of the best. Ted Lasso Season 1 is still up there as like one of my favorite Top Apple notch. TV Plus properties. For All Mankind, Seasons 1 and 2 is very good. I've been watching the latest season. It's kind of, mm, it's okay, not as good. But this show, I think as a whole, front to back, because it's only one season, I think it is... I will say it. I think it's the best show uh, Apple TV Plus has. I have not watched Slow Horses either, though. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen Slow Horses. Everybody says, Slow Horses. No, no, no. Slow Horses. It gets Gary Oldman, apparently. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. But anyway, we both give it four and a half out of five. Here's the spoiler horn. If you don't want to be spoiled, go watch Lessons in Chemistry. Come back and listen to the second half of this episode. But here it is. <laughs> We need to get to Romance Corner, but I just want to say right up front, I was not prepared. emotionally prepared for yeah. what this show no did. No one is. No one is. emotionally prepared. Wait, no. We, we have to stop right here and say, okay, okay. there has only been one other time in my life watching a show where the death of a character hit me as hard as this death. What was that other show? Was it Downton Abbey? Matthew Crawley. Yes. Down to Nat. I called it. I knew it. I knew it was Matthew Crawley. I felt this that when Matthew Crawley, spoiler for that, however many Whoa. years. Whoa. Yeah. Did we? I mean, that's like 10 years ago, right? I think it's like right? 10 years. When that happened in Downton Abbey, like, I think I, like, I, I couldn't catch my breath for a second. I was like, how could this show do this to this person? Mm-hmm. And I felt similarly in this show. Like, how? How? So Calvin Evans. It and Elizabeth Zott have this like beautiful working relationship that is not romantic at all. And there's something really like, he's like, wait, 
why are you experiencing any discrimination? You're a brilliant chemist. And she's like, do you not know about the world out there? But he's just like a It's just uh, ignorance. A like he's in his own bubble. Yep. Yeah, he's like he's like a savant or whatever. He's a little like compulsive maybe. Like he's very particular about certain things, but not about they, others. They like, both are. They both have they both like both. a a certain uh, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but they both have a certain element to them that yeah. makes them like not um really mixed up in the world's emotional connections with different relationships and stuff. They're both just like singularly right. focused. Right. They're both like the perfect for each other is really also the, both, the point of it. As, as we learned through the course of the show, both very hurt in childhood. Right. And it would make sense why they are detached from emotions as adults. Like makes total sense. So anyway. Right. And they end up working together and they, I thought to, to myself, well, maybe they won't like end up falling in love and like being together, but they do. They do. And, and it's it is amazing. Satisfying. It is, so it is satisfying. a satisfying relationship to watch, to see bloom. And I remember when they first kiss on the dock, oh, I had nice. like an internal like cheer moment of like yes 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 and that's what you want from your audience when you're like you want them to root for a relationship to happen it's i give it like a similar to jim and pam in the office where you're just like it's happening and yet this happens in like episode two so i don't they don't even give me like two years of will they won't they they make this eight episodes feel like i've been waiting forever for them to like see each other as each yeah. other's person somehow somehow i think they do it over the course of three episodes because i think it's the third episode where they have the christmas thing okay where they're yeah. like you know and then it's at the Dancing end of that together episode. in the lab it's so beautiful like romance corner i think this movie excels so far and you would think the way these characters are written elizabeth zott being like this emotionless seemingly emotionless chemist and uh, Pullman, you know, being how he is, you just would not expect it. And somehow they, they make it come together so quickly over the course of these like two episodes. And then they literally, at the end of that third episode, they kill him off. They kill him off they before him. the halfway point of the series. I was so mad. Like, it's one of those, like, sometimes in movies and TV shows, like, there's a couple that comes together and you're like i don't know there's a sigh of like relief and like it's mm-hmm. so wonderful to see two people and you know this is you know this is a whole tangent but like you know those of us who want to be in relationships and are married like when you see this picture uh, like this picturesque couple it's like it's really encouraging it's inspiring mm-hmm. it's satisfying and you're like this is wonderful to like see this working it's something to like maybe strive for sometimes right when you see it on they screen. share this like intellectual this like close intellectual intimacy as they work they strive towards this project and yet yes. they like begin to develop this emotional intimacy on top of it where they start sharing yes. about their lives and like right. enjoy the time together and yes. that like watching it is like wow like that is inspiring as a relationship. Yeah. And you see like 
what every relationship has to work out, like communication. There's one moment in the lab where they bring him a bunch of mail and Calvin Evans gets really angry. And he's like, I told everybody to stop. Like you male person, I've told you not to bring these to the lab. He gets really angry and like, doesn't explain to Elizabeth Zott what's really going on. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like perfect picture of what happens in every marriage ever. Like something happens. Mm -hmm. One person gets worked up or angry, doesn't communicate why or what it's about. And it creates tension in the relationship. And hopefully you get to it later. If you don't, then it just compounds and it's not a good, not a good thing, but they just, it was so eloquently done on screen. And then for him to just so quickly be taken. And it was shot from the first couple episodes. Yeah. As he's running, it's shot like an, at some point in time, he dodges a car. And oh, I believe, yeah. and I'm watching it with Jill, I believe at some point in time, she goes like, oh, no, he's going to get hit by a car. And I'm oh, like, no, she caught the not going to kill him off so early. Wow. And in the very scene where he goes, you know, jogging with a dog, yes. she's like, she starts saying, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> And it's like, I see it as it's coming. I'm like, oh, no, don't do this. I think I think I started feeling it. And whenever someone's like cooking a nice breakfast and the other person says, I'll be right back, you know something's about to happen. Like, so, it's so, done. So, yeah, so you're done, done for. And when the dog was like barking or whatever, it was like, ah. now I will say, how did you feel about that one episode where we heard like the dog's narration? Here we go. That's what brought me down from a that's what, that's that's what brought a me down from a five a to a four and a half is because okay. when that dog started like narrating internal, the internal next episode, dialogue. it was my yeah. low point. First off, I was angry that Calvin Evans was dead. Right, because it was right after that. It was like, right after Calvin Evans dies, like, and the next episode we hear the dog. Is this talking dog to about to talk Why to the we- human? Why are we on a dog? Get it out of here. Yeah. Yeah, And he was, and thankfully, thankfully that was like episode four, but not further, man. If that dog had become like, it's going to be a different show in the book. I actually talked to someone recently who read the book in the book. The dog is a bigger part of the story. (laughs) And if like, if the dog was a bigger part of the story, I would say like, okay, I get it. Like the sure. dog was part of, more part of their relationship. I felt like that dog was kind of shoehorned <laughs> into this TV show. Yeah. And then when he started like yeah. having his own homeward bound narration, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not in for this. Like yeah. I did not like that. Okay. Well, I'm going to on the same page. I did not like that. That is the half a point in case you're wondering yep. deduction yep. for this show. That's it. The, the dog narration. But I was just so, I was so heartbroken. The leader of the chemistry school being the sniveliest, sniveliest weasel of a man. Yes. That might have bumped up another point. Dwight Schrute appears later because Elizabeth Zott goes on like a cooking show as a chemistry, yes. like teaching women about cooking back in the 50s. And yes. he's this like really Misogynistic TV producer. Yeah. TV producer guy. Yeah, he yeah. was also excellently punchable. <laughs> he was. Do I need to watch The Office, Nate? Have you seen The Office? I have. It's pretty oh. good. I keep. I mean, trying. you like Brooklyn Nine Nine, so I feel like just yeah. watch the predecessor of that and be like, okay, you know, okay, Office right. walked so that Brooklyn Nine Nine could well, also could walk. Yes. I could know. also. Walk. <laughs> Wait a minute! Did you not like Brooklyn Nine Nine? I haven't got into it that much. 
because I thought I like Breaking I've Bad. been I've seen The Office and Parks and Rec. I felt like at that point in time, like oh sure, I get it. I see. see I missed the first two. I just went straight to Brooklyn. Nine you just went, so. yeah, right to the I just, I right to the ancestor. Okay, yeah. so yeah. in this show, I would have to say Calvin Evans, Elizabeth Zott, Romance Corner. Yes, top notch. I would say notch. Mm-hmm. to me, like couldn't get much better for me. Yes. Agreed. He leaves at the end of episode three. Right. There is a big hole to fill. Big hole. But I think we're supposed to feel the hole. Oh. Other characters that I think step in nicely. We get Harriet, the neighbor, who yep. comes in, who Lawyer. is great. Yep. We get that uh, the TV producer, and we get, I think, an incredible child actor, in yeah. the daughter, Mad, Mad, Madeline, Madeline Zott, Madeline. played by Alice Halsey. Her acting was great, amazing. Yes, like she nailed it. She nailed and it. like I found myself by the end of the season, although they bring Calvin back as like a ghost. Brie Larson looks <laughs> standing over in the like, doorway. Yeah, sees like Which, that's it was tasteful. Very cool. It was tasteful. Yeah. It wasn't overly done. Like they had a conversation at some point in time and then the chair was empty. Like I would, I mean like losing someone like, yeah, I would want to talk to them as well. Sort of thing along the way. But I thought these other characters kind of stepped in and elevated that next point to, I thought at the end of episode four, I was like, "Eh, maybe not, but like I'm back in five, six, seven and eight. They they nail it all the way to the end. Even the the uh, Doctor Leland Mason, played by Mark Evan Jackson, who is also in The Good Place, which one of my yes. favorite TV shows. Also, him the makes you want to row Wake, crew, right? The crew he invited. He told Brie Larson to be on the crew team. Like didn't really invite. He basically like told her you need to join the crew team. Uh, the Reverend Reverend Wakeley, by, played by Patrick Walker. I loved him the whole episode where we learned that he and Calvin Evans were like pen pals writing from oh, like a yeah. priest to scientist perspective. Like that was a wonderful, just part of the story. Like it just does such a great job of like investing into these characters. Like I felt invested pulling us in and it just makes me wonder like, why can't other shows do this? Like it, it had great <laughs> characters. I, I, I great cared script. about them all. Great script. Right. I, I cared about them all. And it was great. Even the even the other romance corner between Walter Pine, the TV producer, and Fran Frask, yeah, the Fran. Uh, secretary, like that was fun too. Like it was, it was all, it was great. Uh, here's great something job. that I think the show does really well. One, I didn't enjoy the music of the intro mm-hmm. title, but at the very end they change it they to a more dramatic music, and I was like, "All right, that you got nice. me there." Like, that was nice. That, that was, was nice. nice along the way. Yes. I think it was very cool that they didn't rush her into another relationship, which was never the point. Right. But I was a little bit worried that they were introducing the reverend to be mm-hmm. an eventual love interest for right. her. I'm really glad that this show didn't rush to resolve, fill the hole that was left by Calvin Evans. Like Correct. she still had to grapple with it. And she didn't, although I wanted it badly, she didn't get to have those like like the bad guys all get their comeuppance. Now Dwight Shrew right. gets his comeuppance. He gets he, fired he gets it at he the gets end. It. Which is great. Right. But yeah. like 
the the people at Cummings don't just like all like get slapped on the wrist for being jerks to her along the way and like they don't all get their comeuppance for like plagiarizing her work along the way right Right. and i think that's really cool that this leaves you with the dissonance of oh yeah life continues to be in a lot of ways unfair like this is not a true story along the way but it is true in its like not all people that cross you and betray you get the like comeuppance at the end yeah some people just get away with it the one the one thing i wish went the other way was in the final episode the lawyer neighbor harriet sloan was fighting for the freeway to not be built through their community right and like basically destroy these houses and in the final episode they decide to build the freeway like she loses right Right. and that like i'm still a little mad about that i kind of like it, maybe it would have been too like storybook. Yeah, maybe it would have been too storybook to to have that. But I that maybe bothered me in a good way. Like the TV show made me care about that too. Right, and I was like, and I didn't feel uh, like the ending of the show. I still felt like satisfied with the end. But that that bothered me that they didn't get. The, I yeah. I think a show like this that's based in the past. I think if it tied everything up beautifully. I think we would, as viewers, be tempted to resolve all our personal dissonance, especially you and me as men, be like, all good, all great. (laughs) Like Will Ferrell. And I like that it left kind of the inequity of life (laughs) just open. Like, hey, life's not resolved. Life's not all buttoned up. And the good people didn't all, you know, win and all the greedy people got what was coming to them. And I thought That's that was true. nice. That is true. Nate, it is 1130 as we're recording right now at night. At night. I think it's time to go. <laughs> I think it's time to go. We don't often say good night to our listeners. That's right. But this might be that night. This might be that night. I will have to say our bonus episode, I think we went for two hours. I'm not exactly sure. You'll have to see it at the time, time dilation. Code. We talked to time dilation. We talked about our New Year's resolutions. We talked about well, no, our yearly themes. We're not, you know, not necessarily resolutions. But we talked about that. We talked about cheesecake and popcorn and so many things. I don't even remember. So anyway, you should check out that bonus episode to listen to it. You can go to patreon.com slash movies on the side. Support the show with any amount. You get access to all our past bonus episodes and future episodes. Or you can subscribe directly in Apple Podcasts and do it there. Thank you for listening to this episode and as we always say. Of course, I would be much further along in my research if I wasn't making excellent coffee for mediocre scientists. That's a good line. That's a good line. I'll give you that one. You pulled it out right there at the end. Well, Stephen, that was me trying to hold it together as best I can for an episode.